In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This Sunday we celebrate the Holy Fathers of the Fourth Ecumenical Council. Some of us think that was so long ago, back in the year 451. Why does it matter to us to celebrate the Holy Fathers from so long ago, from some council in a far-off land? But the fathers of that holy council were dealing with controversies in the empire and in the church in which people were believing incorrectly. And the fathers of the church, as they did so often, met to clarify the teachings of the church and to return to what God himself had revealed to us. In the Synaxarian of today, we hear about that council. The Synaxarian starts out by saying, the false teaching arose that Christ's human nature, considered by heretics, those who wrongly believed, as less perfect, dissolved itself in his divine nature, the divine nature of Christ, considered by heretics as more perfect like a cube of sugar and a parcel of water, his humanity was dissolved into his divinity. Thus, in that scenario, Christ had only one nature, the divine. Some kind of glass over, some kind of wonder, what does that matter? It matters so much that it is at the very root of whether you and I are saved whether you and I are working on our salvation, in fact, whether salvation is even possible. Because if Christ was not fully human, as you and I are, then we would not be saved. His resurrection would be nothing more than the resurrection of God himself. And yet we know that it is very different. That little child born in that manger in Bethlehem was born fully as a human child. That little child was fully human, and yet at the same time fully divine. That child born in that manger was God himself who came down and became fully human, not confused in natures. Jesus being one person, the Son of the living God had two natures, fully human and fully God, fully human and fully divine, and neither of them were confused among the others nor dissolved one into the other. He did not abandon his Godhead, did not abandon his divinity, and at the same time he became fully one of us that child born of Mary, who was just like us. And the reason we hold her in such high esteem is that by her choice, she was pure. By her choice, she served God. And the child born of her was just like you and I, except he chose not to sin. He chose to do those things that Adam chose not to do. He chose to live according to the will of God. He chose to fulfill all the commandments that were given to Adam 
in paradise. Adam had the gates to paradise closed and locked for you and I. Christ came and opened the doors once again to paradise precisely because he was fully man and because precisely he fulfilled the commandments of God. So what the fathers discussed at that fourth ecumenical council are essential to our salvation and most importantly essential to our understanding who Jesus Christ really is that he is fully God, but yet at the same time, fully human. It's why we can depict him in an icon, because he is fully human. Properly, we do not depict God the Father at all in iconography because he did not take on the flesh. The Holy Spirit we only represent like as a dove because we heard the witness that he descended upon Christ like as a dove, not as a dove, but they saw something, and in their mind it looked something like a dove, meaning they saw the Spirit descend. So the fathers of that fourth ecumenical council stood fast and firm against the monophysite heresy and saying that Jesus Christ was somehow human but not really human. And we give glory and thanks to God that he loved us so much that he chose to fully become one of us so that he could live among us, so that he could teach us the way of God, so that he could open once again the doors to paradise, and most importantly, so that he could die on that cross as a full human being and descend into Hades and destroy there the very power of death. If he was not really man, he could not die. God does not die. God cannot die. And therefore, if Jesus Christ was not really human, he could not die upon that cross and descend into Hades and there destroy the very power of death and rise from the dead. So let us give thanks to the fathers of the Fourth Ecumenical Council who helped us to understand what really took place in the Incarnation on Christmas Day, when God himself fully became one of us and dwelt among us and died on that cross and descended into Hades and there destroyed the power of death and really rose from the dead, making a way for us from this world to the kingdom of heaven so that our death becomes passage and not an end nor ending in captivity. So let us give thanks this day. Amen.